Greetings, this is Dr. Gwen. It's uh, 11 o'clock here in Santa Barbara, uh, April 30th. Hard to believe tomorrow is May. The first report that I'm going to talk about tonight <clears throat> is interesting. It's, it's talking about positive body image. Um, you know, the, your perspective of body image may be more effective than exercise in helping young women lose weight and quit smoking. So stay tuned. One in five women between the ages of 18 and 24 smoke. And most say they keep lighting up for fear of gaining weight. But researchers at Temple University have found that when it comes to quitting, a little bit of dialogue and support can be more effective than an exercise plan in helping women not only keep off the weight, but stay smoke free. A lot of college age women report smoking to keep their weight down and for body image reasons. And we think that by providing them with, providing them with the tools to make them feel better about themselves, it alleviates some of those stressors. And that is the um, clinical psychologist who is, uh, works at Temple Center for Obesity Research and Education. In a two-phase study, the uh, in investigator, Melissa Napolitano, and a team of researchers looked at the smoking habits and weight gain of women aged 18 to 24. The first phase collected data from focus groups who stated that stress, peer pressure, and weight management were the main reasons why they smoked. Participants also felt that group-based programs that provide ongoing social support would be instrumental in helping them quit. The results laid the groundwork for the project's next phase, dubbed Fit to Quit, a small pilot study of 24 women who were randomly assigned to either a supervised group exercise program or body image group counseling sessions. All women were provided with a nicotine patch as well. After eight weeks, the body image counseling group showed a rate of smoking cessation that was more than double that of the exercise group. In addition, the body image group lost more than three times the weight of their exercise counterparts. They actually went from 3.3 pounds versus less than a pound, comparing the two groups. The findings were presented at, um, this past week at the Society for Behavioral Medicine's annual meeting. Smoking has psychological and psychosocial implications, especially for young women. They, the uh, investigator says that they wanted to design a program that would not only address the physical addiction by providing a nicotine patch, but would also address the social and behavioral aspects as well. Another aspect of the of the program, excuse me, it's late at night. <laughs> Another aspect of the program relayed on technology to reach their population of smokers. Text messages and email were used to stay in contact with subjects, more so than phone calls, because those were the preferred methods of communication among the younger women in the study. A lot of times we would try to call participants to remind them of different se sessions, the uh, investigator said, and they would respond back via text or email. So, signs of the times. So we took that message and used avenues like text messaging and the internet, uh, not just as a means of getting information out, but for support. The investigators said that the results derived from the study have laid the groundwork for larger future studies and, uh, at Temple and nationwide that focus on smoking cessation in college-aged women. The hope is to see if the results continue to hold true in studies with larger numbers. 
of uh, participants. Temple's Student Health Services supported the Fit to Quit program, and the investigator says it has the potential to be permanently offered as part of the menu of health promotion services on the campus. Great idea. I, I think I particularly like the idea that they use texting and email and that we need to be sensitive to the newer ways of communication that are more in tune with our uh, younger folk as well as people in all age ranges. Um, as long, I think what we have to do is tailor the communication to what is more receptive to whatever that individual uses. So that, that's a, a great way of social support. The next report comes out of the New York Times and it's, it's titled Women Who Keep Ovaries Live Longer. Oh, I'm so sorry, I'm just sleepy tonight. Each year, hundreds of thousands of women who undergo hysterectomies have their ovaries removed along with their uterus, a practice meant to protect them from ovarian cancer. But a new study has found that women who keep their ovaries live longer. While women who had their ovaries removed developed fewer breast cancers and almost entirely eliminated their risk of ovarian cancer, over 24 years of follow-up, they were more likely to develop heart disease than women who kept their ovaries, and they were more likely to die. The new findings from an analysis of data in the famous Nurses' Health Study was published in the May issue of the Journal Obstetrics and Gynecology, and it raises questions about a widespread practice. Some 300,000 American women a year, about half of those who've had hysterectomies, have their ovaries removed. The finding is contrary to 35 years of teaching in gynecology, said the, uh, the investigator. In the 1970s, it was decided that taking out the ovaries to prevent ovarian cancer would be the new strategy. This study shows that you're more likely to die if you have your ovaries taken out. See, if you just live long enough, we, we, we go back to the original plan. Unless you're among a group of women with family history that places you at high risk for ovarian cancer or breast cancer. While ovarian cancer is difficult to detect and often deadly, it is also rare. The investigator said, um, noting that only 34 of the study participants who kept their ovaries died of ovarian cancer during the follow-up period. Heart disease kills more than 20 times the number of women um, every year. The study analyzed data on 29,380 women who had participated in the Harvard Nurses Health Study, 16,345 who had had hysterectomies with both ovaries removed, and 13,035 who had hysterectomy but kept their ovaries. After 24 years of follow-up, women in the first group had 895 cases of breast cancer, a 25% lower risk than those who kept their ovaries, and 96% less risk of ovarian cancer where they had just five cases but they were 12% more likely to die during the follow-up period. Their risk of heart disease was 17% higher than the risk faced by women with ovaries. They also had a 17% greater risk of dying of cancer. Wow. And in an unexpected finding, they were at greater risk for lung cancer. That's what's even more interesting. The risks of heart disease and death appeared to be even greater for women who had their uterus and ovaries removed before age 50 and did not take estrogen compared with women who had a hysterectomy before, before 50 but kept their ovaries. The study may add to the debate over estrogen and the role it plays in heart disease in women. The investigator said that um, suggested that women who kept their ovaries live longer because even though the ovaries make 
less estrogen after menopause they they do produce um, testosterone and androstenedid i can't say it it's a, an, an, another hormone which are converted into estrogen by fat and muscle um, the chief of obstetrics and gynecology at mass general and a professor at harvard said a study did not mean that women undergoing hysterectomies should never have their ovaries removed. He says that a woman with a strong family history of ovarian cancer or breast cancer should still be given the option of having her ovaries removed. The individual patient should be given the information to decide what's best. But what has changed from the past, he says, is we used to arbitrarily say, if you're over 45, have your ovaries taken out. So what, what to glean from this study is that there are options and you need to make sure that you if you if you're going in for a hysterectomy that you discuss with your practitioner whether the ovary should stay or um, or be removed explore all your options i apologize for being so sleepy um i had hoped to oh here i go again I had hoped to have quiet uh, while I podcast because sometimes it's so hard when my bird is up. Um, you probably have heard him in the background if you've listened to any of my podcasts. And I've got my husband and my dog next to me sound asleep in the bed. It's pretty amazing, huh? Anyway, I probably should talk about the H1N1 uh, virus, which is commonly known as the swine flu. And I hope uh, the best thing that I can recommend to you is to go to the CDC, cdc.gov, who have wonderful information and updates um, and how to protect yourself. Um, and just to stay stay informed. An informed person is, is not a panicked person. Anyway, that's all I have for tonight. And I wish you health. I wish you well. Uh, take good care of yourself. This is Dr. Gwen.